0: WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3, Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT, Orlando, and W231CT, Orlando. News Radio WFLA, Orlando, and iHeart Radio Station.
1: Good morning, Orlando. We greet you here on a Wednesday morning at the top of the 6 o'clock hour on an important news day with our first look at Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic right here on News Radio WFLA Orlando on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger.
2: And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour
1: Iran strikes back. More in one minute. And as Iran retaliates, what we know, what we don't know. Our take and yours straight ahead on Good Morning Orlando.
2: 601 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Iran has fired off ballistic missiles at Iraqi bases that house U.S. and coalition forces. The strike comes in retaliation for the U.S. airstrike that killed an Iranian general last week. Fox's Rick Leventhal is in Jerusalem and says accounts of what happened are varying widely between Tehran and the Pentagon.
3: It's important to note that no U.S. casualties have been reported by U.S. authorities. 15 ballistic missiles fired overnight, four of them failed in flight, 11 of them hit inside the walls of two military bases used by U.S. forces. One of them hit in Erbil, and 10 of them hit at Al-Assad, that massive facility north of Baghdad. Now, this is another important note. The Iranian news agency is reporting 80 casualties as a result of those missile strikes. Now, that's not true. As far as we know, there are zero casualties, but the Iranians are reporting 80, and that's also very important because they could be trying to save face. If they tell their people, and this is very often the case where they put out propaganda, they tell their people, hey, we got 80 people in response to the U.S. killing our general, then that saves face.
2: President Trump says all is well after the Iranian missile attack. He plans to address the nation this morning. Senator Rick Scott has a warning for Iran. After Iran fired missiles at the bases in Iraq, the Florida Republican told Fox News Iran should consider its next move wisely. I'm very concerned about our military men and women that are in harm's way right now. and I hope that, you know, Rand you know, comes to the conclusion that they've got to stop this. Scott added President Trump has proven he will take any action necessary to protect those who serve our country.
1: And we'll be asking you among many things coming up here, if there are no American casualties, what should we do next? Should this be it? And if there are American casualties, what should the president do? It's coming up and we'll want to hear from you as always. Alan.
2: But this news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A Ukrainian plane has crashed near Iran's capital of Tehran. It happened just a few hours after Iran had fired off those ballistic missiles against Iraqi bases housing U.S. forces. Iranian state TV is saying more than 170 people were killed. From Amman, Jordan, Fox's Benjamin Hall has more.
4: At about 8,000 feet soon after takeoff, it suddenly plummeted to the ground, and Iran very quick to say it was a technical failure. People were on the scene very quickly, and they said, sadly, there were no survivors there. But uh, uh, whether that is just a a tragic accident, we we don't know. But certainly that is what they are saying at the moment.
2: The plane was a Boeing 737-800 jetliner. It's an older model than the Boeing 737 MAX, which has been grounded for nearly 10 months following two deadly crashes.
1: And there is some speculation that that plane was accidentally shot down by the Iranians. Incidentally, nearly half the people who died on that plane were from Iran. Here in central
2: Florida, a deadly New Year's Eve shooting in Orange County appears to be solved. Deputies last night announcing they've arrested 33-year-old Handel Newell for killing two men at a nightclub called The Spot Events on Edgewater Drive. Newell is facing two counts of first-degree murder. There's no word on a motive. And the Magic wrap up their four-game homestand tonight against the Washington Wizards at the Amway Center. Orlando 2-1 so far after Monday's win over Brooklyn. The Magic sit at 17-20 overall this season. WFLA news time is 6.05. The Boston Red Sox reportedly used their replay room to steal signs during their 2018 World Championship season stories online at wflaorlando.com like us on facebook follow us on twitter at wfla orlando the first hour of good morning orlando starts now
0: news radio wfla orlando is available everywhere with the iheart radio app now number one for broadcasting news radio wfla orlando an iheart radio station
1: Good morning to you. A very important event. Obviously, Uh, Iran retaliating. There's much we know, much we still don't know. We have a lot of questions and uh, we'll search together with you for answers here to them all and keep you up to date on all the breaking events related to the missile attack by Iran on two facilities that do house U.S. and coalition troops. As, um, As Rick uh, Leventhal reported in, in 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 that story you brought us, Alan. Uh, we don't have any official uh, indication that we've had any casualties at all. The Iranians are claiming that there have been eighty. Um, the president is yet to speak. He is tweeting. Uh, we will have more on all of that, and we'll get to it all, and we'll we'll talk about where we go from here, depending upon what ultimately we find out. It's been a long time, in my opinion, for us to have no information on the on the battle. Uh, assessment the damage and any casualties. It's been almost, what, 13 hours now?
2: Yeah, and and President Trump tweeted, all is well, and uh, he suggested there had not been casualties, but he said the U.S. is still assessing the damage.
1: Yeah, it seems to me we should know more than we know at this point, particularly because, you know, it's early afternoon over there. They're eight hours ahead of us in that part of the world. At any rate, the Bud Man, Alan Yaffe, and Melissa with you until 9 o'clock. This is the big story. We'll do other things as well. And, uh, hey, we have a contest we're running with the new year, and we definitely want to stay with that. So, Alan, let's talk about it. We want to put
2: a grand in your hand with our texting contest. In just moments, we will announce the keyword of the hour. You text that keyword to 200-200, you could win $1,000. You know, we do this 16 times every day. For a total of $16,000 a day, $80,000 a week. Wow. Listen every hour for the keyword and your chance to win $1,000 as we put a grand in your hand. its six oh eight, an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic just two minutes away on Good Morning
1: Orlando. Global headlines now because we want to keep you up to date on all of that. Scary story here, particularly with school just resuming after the holidays. No injuries reported after two Osceola County school buses collided yesterday afternoon. School officials say the buses had 75 students inside during the incident that happened on Simpson Road near Myers Road just before 3 p.m. The buses were coming home from uh, were coming from Tohocopalaga High School. Updates for you at least every 10 minutes on the top stories on Good Morning Orlando.
0: Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7, HD3, AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app. This is News Radio, WFLA, Orlando.
1: So 15 missiles, the Pentagon says, short range uh, missiles from Iran, range of less than 200 miles hit in and around a couple of uh, installations including the massive Al Assad airbase that we've used since we toppled Saddam Hussein in Iraq in, in 2003 remember the missiles came from Iran but um but all of this is occurring in Iraq in retaliation for us killing the top military leader of Iran, and that was Soleimani, who was operating around the Baghdad airport at that time in Iraq. So I don't want to have any confusion about what countries we're talking about here. Now the question is, and we we still have not heard from the president, he's supposed to speak this morning, Um, we don't have a battle damage assessment here. We don't know whether or not there are casualties. We're being told, it's all unofficial, that no American casualties, and the Iraqis are saying that they didn't have any casualties either. Um, so a couple of questions. What should the U.S. do now? I mean, I think it obviously depends upon whether or not Americans have been killed or not mm-hmm. and what the numbers are. What do you think on this?
4: Yeah, I think, uh, it, I think Trump should continue to talk tough and have troops uh, do maybe military exercises in the region. But outside of that, maybe sanctions, but if there's no U.S. casualties, I'm not sure there's anything more Trump really needs to do at this moment.
1: Melissa, before I bring you in here, here is the full Trump tweet, and this is the all we have from the president. We thought he was going to speak in primetime last night. That was not done. Congressional uh, leaders have been briefed, and, uh, and, and all of this, and all the top players, Pompeo, Esper, everybody gathered at the White House last night, and it was a long night by all reports. Here's the president's tweet. All is well. Missiles launched from Iran at two military bases located in Iraq. Assessment of casualties and damages taking place now. So far, so good! Exclamation point. We have the most powerful and well-equipped military anywhere in the world by far. I will be making a statement tomorrow morning, which is now this morning, But uh, as far as I know, Melissa, we don't know what time the president will speak. Am I correct on that? Yeah, you
5: are. We're still looking on that. From what I understand, they're still doing briefings and such. Since we haven't gotten those numbers for uh, any or casualties or anything like that, I think they're still just working on it. We'll just keep you posted, okay?
1: Yeah, and it's interesting because the Iraqi foreign minister is making it sound like they're okay with this being it, all right? Um, and, and he said this in a tweet, Iran took and concluded proportionate measures in self-defense. We do not seek escalation or war, but will defend ourselves against any aggression. And they are also sending signals out of Iran that if the U.S. doesn't retaliate against this retaliation with a missile attack on our installations in Iraq, uh, that there will be no further uh, missiles and no further action. So, you know, and and the president didn't have much of an edge on him uh, in that particular tweet there. So maybe everybody's looking for an exit ramp at this point.
4: Well, originally it was reported that Trump was going to address the nation last night. But I think after we realized there was probably no U.S. casualties, not a whole lot of damage, as far as we know, that Trump said, "Okay, I'll wait till tomorrow
1: i got to tell you, it's going to be a vastly different scenario here, depending upon whether there were Americans killed or yeah. not. And that, that, that is the big question here, uh, unanswered at this point. Also, the question I have is, why so long without announcing a firm casualty count and damage assessment? I mean, this happened at 5.30 p.m. yesterday, our time here. This is like 13 hours. Are you kidding me? It's the middle of the day over there. It's, uh, it's just after 2 o'clock in, in that part of the world here. Does that puzzle you at all that we don't, you know, that we don't have more information right now in the full light of day than we're getting? That bothers me a little bit because it makes me think they've got some bad news. It just, it makes me, it leans me in that direction.
5: I agree because you've got Canada, you've got Germany, you've got the UK all checking in saying no casualties in America. We're mum.
1: Yeah. I don't know on that score. I mean, I hope and pray we don't have any. Um, Did Iran intentionally avoid scoring a direct hit or can't they shoot straight? What's the story there? That's a legitimate question because it looks like if the reports are true that they didn't score a direct hit. We had an alert system here that worked well. They were able to scramble and get down under cover wherever they are. and, uh, And if there were no casualties, that would be a big factor. This is a you know, th- this, this, they had several minutes, apparently. Um, but maybe Iran just decided we need to placate our population, our people who are going crazy over the killing of Soleimani. You saw the demonstrations in the streets by the millions, all right? And we need to be able to say that we fired back at the great Satan, the United States of America, but we really didn't want to do anything you know, that would cause Trump, because he scares the heck out of us, you know, to nuke us or something.
4: Exactly. They're trying to walk a tightrope, so to speak, where they want to look tough, but they know that if they do something too tough, it'll hurt them tremendously, and they don't want that. So they're saying today it's a slap in the face to the U.S. We'll see how much of it really was, though.
1: Yeah, we have more questions um, for you, and, uh, and, and we need answers, but you tell us. What do you want the U.S. to do now? 407-916-5400. Text line 23680. First name in town, welcome. Standard message and data rates apply. And uh, how do you account for how long we've gone, 13 hours now, since the attack, with no damage or casualty information on an official basis? It's the full light of day over there. It's early afternoon. Does that mean anything? Bothers me just does. And do you think Iran intentionally avoided a direct hit? You know, the, the people of Iran would demand retaliation, but they, they don't want any part of Trump any more than they have to, as much as they hate him. They're scared to death of him and of us, and so they intentionally didn't score a direct hit. 407 What are your thoughts this morning, Text line 23680. You're next after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic right here in two minutes on this special edition of Good Morning Orlando. (laughs) Talking impeachment now, this headline for you. The Senate Majority Leader says he has enough votes to go forward with an impeachment trial. Mitch McConnell says it will resemble the impeachment trial to Bill Clinton in the late 1990s. Both sides will present their cases, then senators will be allowed to ask written questions. Then they will decide if they want to call any additional witnesses. We do not have a start date for that trial at this hour. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here on Good Morning Orlando.
0: iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio.
1: Download the free iHeartRadio app today. go to the phones in the wake of the um, iranian missile attack on installations that house u.s soldiers and coalition soldiers uh two facilities in iraq um no official damage report or casualty count at this point if any kevin in palm bay with thoughts on why it's taking so long good morning kevin hey
0: bud uh i think that because it's Still early. It's only 6:25 in the morning, Eastern Time. Uh, most Americans are not even awake yet, and I think the president's waiting till most of the country gets awake before he comes on uh, national TV to tell us what what happened. I think it's just as simple as that, and probably there are no casu- U.S. casualties.
1: All right. It just seems That's to me if I'm there thinking. if there are none, that you know that that they would have been out front on that, you know, and uh, it, it just it just worries me. Well, I think they me. already
0: did. I think they already did that, at least on the
1: news last night. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see how it all plays out, Kevin. Thanks for listening. Appreciate the call. Let's get on out to Lake County and bring in Matt from Claremont. Good morning to you, Matt. What are you thinking this morning? Morning. Uh, I don't think we're required to respond, but that puts them subject to a U.S. uh, response any time of our choosing. I mean, I think that's what Ronald Reagan would have said, too. You know, if, if they put themselves in harm's way now, because if they if they plan any attacks against us, we should we can hit them anywhere, anytime. What do you want the president to do if there are significant American casualties? Well, we don't think there are, but if there were, he, he, he has the
3: right to respond in any way to protect
1: America. Anything's fair game. All right. Hey, how about we go to the text line, see what's coming in there? Yeah,
4: one person says Iran fired 15 rockets and they didn't hit anything substantial. I don't think they want any part of this. They're just doing some saber rattling.
1: You know, Alan, that was what I was saying when you were in the newsroom getting the 630 update ready for everybody, and that's coming up in just moments here, you know, that they didn't want to have uh, the repercussions from a direct hit that killed a bunch of Americans. They just wanted to do something so their people knew that they didn't just take the Soleimani killing lying down.
2: Yeah, and the feeling is they want it to kind of stop here. Okay, you got our guy, we fired off some missiles at you, you know, move on.
5: Mm -hmm. One of our testers just checked in and said, you can't trust what Iran says.
1: Gee whiz. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not exactly breaking news. (laughs) Thank you. Always nice (laughs) to be reminded of that reality. Two, three,
5: (laughs) six, (laughs) eight, zero, please. Another
4: person says Iran can hit those Saudi oil fields with no problem. That means they probably missed on purpose.
5: What do you think Trump called, or Ayatollah called up Trump and said, hey, I'm going to do this, clear the area. And, you know, they just were
1: like, you know, the Ayatollah was supposed to be in the control room, you know, masterminding all of this when they fired this, you know.
5: Calling him up personally, letting them know where the target area was so they could clear it, you know, yeah. just needs to put on a little show for the homies, just oh, like you said.
1: man, oh, man. You got a little case of the crazies this morning yeah. there, Fox. Oh,
5: man. Trump understands <laughs> macho <laughs> posture.
1: That's all we
2: need is another phone call. What? <laughs> he
5: played his hand masterfully. Let it go.
1: Good morning, Orlando. at 628. News coming up. Alan?
2: Iran launches a missile attack and a deadly plane crash near... Tehran. Those stories and others plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes.
1: Good morning Orlando on this Wednesday. If you're just waking up, here's the big story and what you need to know. Alan?
2: Iran has fired off 15 ballistic missiles at Iraqi bases housing U.S. and coalition forces. Four of those missile launches failed and no U.S. casualties have been reported. The strike comes in retaliation for the U.S. airstrike that killed an Iranian general last week. Fox's Rick Leventhal has more from Jerusalem.
3: Now, after the strikes, the Iranian foreign minister sent out a tweet reading, Iran took and concluded proportionate measures in self-defense under Article 51 of UN Charter, targeting base from which cowardly armed attack against our citizens and senior officials were launched. We do not seek escalation of war, but will defend ourselves against any aggression. The Pentagon released a statement of its own saying in recent days and in response to Iranian threats and actions, the Department of Defense has taken all appropriate measures to safeguard our personnel and partners. These bases have been on high alert due to indications that the Iranian regime planned to attack our forces and interests in the region.
2: President Trump will address the nation this morning regarding the Iran missile attack. Trump has suggested there are no reports of American casualties, though he noted that U.S. forces are still assessing damage. More than 170 people are dead after a jetliner crash near Tehran early today. The Ukraine International Airlines flight, with more than 170 people on board, went down shortly after takeoff. A Ukrainian government official says the dead include 82 Iranians and 63 Canadians. Along with citizens of Sweden, Afghanistan, Germany, and the United Kingdom but no
1: But no Americans on that list. Right you know, what a terrible tragedy it is, and uh, we'll talk more about that, and it seems like to me more than coincidence that such a thing would occur the same night as the missile attacks. We'll, we'll, we'll stay on that.
2: This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Relief is on the way to Puerto Rico. FEMA announcing President Trump signed an emergency declaration after the island was hit with a 6.4 magnitude earthquake yesterday morning. The quake resulted in major power outages and at least one death. Governor Ron DeSantis does not think the earthquakes will trigger the same kind of migration that led many Puerto Ricans to move to Florida after Hurricane Maria.
6: Not really. I mean, look, Puerto Ricans are American citizens. They can go wherever they want to go, so it's not the same as influx from, like, a foreign country or anything, so um, it is what it is.
2: DeSantis in Orlando attending the Florida Police Chiefs Association Winter Conference.
1: And in our 7 o'clock hour, be with us. We'll be talking live with a woman who lives in Puerto Rico And um, it is a very, very tough situation there with one earthquake after another. Coming up at 10 after 7.
2: An Orange County official should face criminal charges. That's the recommendation the Florida Department of Law Enforcement made last month to prosecutors after investigating property appraiser Rick Singh. The year-long probe started after employees claimed Singh destroyed documents connected to allegations that he misspent taxpayer money. A TV producer is dead of an apparent suicide in Miami. Silvio Horta was found shot to death yesterday in a motel room. The 45-year-old Horta was co-creator of the ABC sitcom, Ugly Betty. And the show's star, America Ferreira, says she is stunned and
1: heartbroken by the news of his death. Headlines now. Senators on both sides of the aisle reacting to Iran's missile strike on U.S. targets in Iraq. Louisiana Republican John Kennedy calling it another example of Iran trying to export terrorism. Delaware Democrat Chris Kuhn saying the threat to American forces in the region was escalated by killing Iran's top general Soleimani. And Massachusetts Democrat Elizabeth Warren calling it a reminder that the U.S. needs to de-escalate tension in the Middle East. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here and Good Morning Orlando.
0: Now on FM ninety four point one, still on FM ninety-three point one, news radio WFLA Orlando, and
1: still on AM540. Good morning, Orlando, the Budman, Alan Yaffe, and the Fox with you until 9 o'clock. And uh We're going to spend a lot of time on the big story, and there is still a lot more to come on it. The um, retaliation by Iran for the killing of General Soleimani here, uh, the missile attack, uh, the missile attacks. Here is all we have from President Trump so far. This tweet, all is well. Missiles launched from Iran at two military bases located in Iraq. Assessment of casualties and damages taking place now. So far, so good. We have the most powerful and well-equipped military anywhere in the world by far, I will be making a statement tomorrow morning, which would be this morning. Um, That tweet's been out there quite a while, right, Melissa?
5: Yes, since uh, quarter to ten last night.
1: That's it. Mm -hmm. We haven't heard a single thing more from the president uh, going on to nine hours later, and it's 13 hours since the attacks. Um, That's one thing that concerns me here, we're being told. Um, Well, I'll give you what the Military Times is saying Uh, To give you a little bit of a different perspective, this was the statement from the Pentagon that they included in their report, the Military Times, quoted approximately 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time yesterday, and that would be 1.30 in the morning in Iraq, Iran launched more than a dozen ballistic missiles against U.S. military and coalition forces in Iraq. It is clear that these missiles were launched from Iran and targeted at least two Iraqi military bases hosting U.S. military and coalition personnel at al-Assad and Erbil. Okay, that was the emailed statement from the Pentagon. White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham, according to Military Times, said last night, the president has been briefed and is monitoring the situation closely and consulting with his national security team. In addition to meeting with President Trump, Secretary of Defense Mark Esper met with the Joint Chiefs of Staff and other leaders in the Pentagon over the course of Tuesday evening. I'm bringing you excerpts from a long report out of the Military Times here. Um, The Pentagon reports that Iran fired 15 ballistic missiles at two Iraqi bases housing U.S. troops, but preliminary reports suggest there are no U.S. casualties yet, is the word in the Military Times report. Uh, The Pentagon and U.S. Central Command have not provided a formal battle damage assessment yet, and that is still true this morning. Ten missiles hit Al-Asad Air Base. One missile hit Erbil International Airport. In the north, four missiles failed in flight. Former CENTCOM commander, retired Army General Joseph Votel, telling the Military Times that even with the current missile barrage launched by Iran, he does not foresee a major ground war. Quote uh, from the general, a major maneuver war between armies, not very likely in my view. If you mean continued asymmetric attacks, rockets, missiles, etc., that is more likely and thus more concerning. That it is anyone's guess on how this all plays out, but perhaps with a strong and direct response to our strike, Iran is hoping to de-escalate sounding like that, saying if the president does nothing at this point, there will be no further retaliation by Iran. We'll see. The Pentagon said Tuesday that the Department of Defense had taken appropriate measures to safeguard service members and that bases in Iraq had been on high alert in expectation of a retaliatory strike by Iran. There are roughly 5,000 U.S. troops in Iraq, 1,500 or so of them in the big Assad airbase there. And it looks like the alert system gave them time to take cover if the reports of no casualties are true. So, my question to you is what should the U.S. do now? In the event that there are no casualties, should this be it? Or should we respond anyway to having been attacked? And if there are significant American casualties, What should the president do? 407-916-5400, text line 23680, first name in town, welcome. (laughs) Local headlines for you now. A deadly New Year's Eve shooting in Orange County appears to be solved. Deputies have announced they've arrested 33-year-old Handel Newell, For killing two men at a nightclub called The Spot Events on Edgewater Drive, Newell is facing two counts of first-degree murder. No word yet on a motive. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Welcome
0: to the 50,000-watt front porch. News Radio WFLA
1: Orlando. News being dominated by... Iran striking back in retaliation for us killing their top military general Soleimani here. Fifteen ballistic missiles short-range that landed in and around a couple of uh, military facilities housing U.S. troops and coalition troops. Um, We're hearing reports, and um, they're unofficial, that there are no American casualties. The Iraqis say that they don't have any casualties so it raises the question as to whether Iran either can't shoot straight, and that could be true, or or they just didn't want to score a direct hit, you know, and as being, you know, just absolutely petrified about what Trump would do in that situation. But they needed to do something to placate their people who wanted revenge. So they, uh, you know, scored a less than direct hit, near miss sort of thing. Yeah. If, if, if that all turns out to be true. Was that an intentional move by them? And also, what should the U.S. do now, Alan? You know, if there are or if there are not American casualties, should the response be different, and what should it be? That's what we'll be debating all morning.
2: Yeah, if uh, there are no American casualties, if this just turns out to be saber-rattling by Iran, I'm not sure the U.S. should do anything, at least militarily at this point. Uh, You know, perhaps you look into the sanctions again, And that sort of uh, punishment for Iran. But, uh, you know, where do you end? It's, you know, becomes tit for tat. You know, one person does, one side does one thing, we do another, and then they have to do another thing.
1: What do you think, Patrick? Joining us from Sebastian, welcome to Good Morning Orlando. Good morning. My belief is it's time to stand down, let them save a little bit of face, and get the international community involved to say any more proxy wars, any more attempts, anything around the world that Iran can be uh, associated with, will will be a different story. But increase the sanctions, give them a chance to save face, and stand down our military. Kind of along the lines of what Alan is saying. Patrick, thanks for listening. Thanks for the call. Texters are weighing in.
4: One person says, though, if they are allowed to get away with this, the door swings wide. Um, Another person says, any American dead, strike. No Americans dead, negotiate.
5: Another one said nothing is going to happen to Iran, just like Hurricane Dorian. More drama, more fake news. Oh. All
1: right, interesting. All right. Cynics afoot here this morning. You know, you could be right on some of this stuff. Um, and I'm feeling I'm feeling more than a little concerned that it's been so long since the attack now. Thirteen and a half hours to be specific, and we have no damage assessment and no official word on casualties or the absence of them will stay on the story the president speaks this morning exactly when we don't know but we'll give you the latest all the news coming up with my co-host alan specter right now
2: that's right bud the latest on iran launching a ballistic missile attack on bases in iraq and there are no survivors of a plane crash near tehran those stories and others plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes 658 on good morning orlando
0: WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando and iHeart Radio Station.
1: Good morning, Orlando. Great to have you with us on the Wednesday edition of the show here at 7 o'clock as it will be our very latest on the news, weather, and traffic. Here on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger.
2: And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour a retaliatory missile attack by Iran. More in one
1: minute. We're all over that big story, but we'll also talk about um, the earthquakes that are just slamming Puerto Rico. I'll talk live with a woman who lives there in just a few moments. Stay tuned on Good Morning Orlando. 702 on News Radio WFLA
2: Orlando. Iran fires more than a dozen ballistic missiles at bases in Iraq, housing U.S. and coalition forces overnight. As Iran's supreme leader makes a statement against the United States... We get more from Fox's Rick Leventhal reporting from Jerusalem.
3: This missile attack was not a surprise to U.S. authorities who had already taken defensive actions, and there are no reported U.S. casualties, but Iran's supreme leader talking tough, saying he slapped America. In the face, so now the ball is squarely in President Trump's court. Fifteen ballistic missiles fired by Iran overnight at two military bases used by U.S. forces. One missile hit a base in Erbil. Four missiles failed in flight. The other ten struck al-Assad, a huge, sprawling facility north of Baghdad, where coalition forces often launched drone attacks.
2: Iran's foreign minister says they don't want to escalate things after launching those missiles at U.S. troops in Iraq, Javad Zarif tweeted that Iran is not looking for war with the U.S. and that they took proportionate measures in self-defense. President Trump will address the nation this morning about the attacks, which were in retaliation for the U.S. airstrike that killed Iranian General Qasem Soleimani last week. Senator Rick Scott continues to defend that action. The Florida Republican telling Fox News. President Trump, by killing Soleimani, said, you know, the United States is not going to tolerate attacking our troops. Uh, He did the right thing. Florida's other Republican senator is also praising President Trump. On Twitter this morning, Marco Rubio said the president handled Iran's latest aggression, quote, very well. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Here in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis thinks it's a good idea to increase security at the upcoming Super Bowl in South Florida following threats of retaliation
6: by Iran. They're not very good at actually confrontations militarily with a country like the United States, they, they do asymmetrical warfare. So they try to find soft targets and try to do damage to civilian population. But
2: in Orlando, DeSantis said a review of Super Bowl security plans is prudent. There are no survivors after a plane crashed near Tehran with about 100 passengers and crew on board. Ukraine International Airlines Flight 752 was bound for Kiev when it went down shortly after takeoff today. Emergency responders rushed to the area but reported the fire was so heavy that any rescue was impossible. The Boeing 737 reportedly crashed after experiencing technical issues. Again, this is a Boeing 737-800, not the Boeing 737 Max, which has been grounded. A cocoa man is facing charges for an incident involving a child at SeaWorld. Orange County deputies arrested 20-year-old Kyle Graham for groping a child after getting off the Manta ride. Graham allegedly tried running away when security got involved, but a deputy caught him. And a Brevard County airport wants to get into the space business. Space Coast Regional Airport in Titusville will have a meeting today to unveil plans to offer commercial space flights, including manned flights. WFLA news time is 7.06. Police rescue a woman trapped for three days in a clothing donation bin. That story is online at WFLAOrlando.com. Could have been nasty in there, don't you think? For three days? Now, she says she was pushed in there, but uh, police yeah. have their doubts because this is the third time in two years they've rescued this woman from a clothing donation bin. Just likes to kind of hang out there in the box. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now.
0: News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando at iHeartRadio Station.
1: Yesterday morning, the island of Puerto Rico got hit with the strongest earthquake it's had in more than 100 years, 6.4 magnitude, and there have been other quakes, I mean dozens of them, since between Christmas and New Year's, and the threat is not over. Uh, Emmy Carrasquillo lives in Puerto Rico, gave us some compelling reports when devastating hurricane Maria went through there a couple of years ago and she is on the line right now to tell us what it is like in the island of Puerto Rico where the ground continues to shake stay tuned that's coming right up and of course we'll be all over the situation with Iran's missile strike on facilities housing U.S. troops in Iraq stay tuned for the very latest of course on that But also, we're going to have a little fun right now and try to give some money away to one of our fantastic listeners. Alan?
2: How about a grand in your hand? Our texting contest has returned, and we will announce the next keyword of the hour in moments. You text that keyword to 200-200, you could be winning $1,000. We announce a keyword every hour, all day long. You listen for it and your chance to win $1,000 as we put a grand in your hand. 708 on Good Morning Orlando, an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic
1: just two minutes away. Headlines now, Puerto Rico's been hit with its strongest earthquake in more than 100 years. It was a 6.4 magnitude quake yesterday morning that killed one person in Puerto Rico, one of hundreds of tremors that have rattled the island for more than a week. Experts say the shaking is not done yet. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories, right here for you on Good Morning Orlando.
0: Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7, HD3, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando.
1: So, what's it like living through this earthquake nightmare and all the uncertainty that comes with it because you don't know? When the next quake might occur, let's find out firsthand from a woman who is living through this, Emmy Carasquillo, our good friend from the San Juan, Puerto Rico area, joining us live here on the 50,000-watt front porch. Emmy, good morning to you. Good morning. So is it quiet in Puerto Rico? Is the ground staying put?
7: Well, we had a good night's sleep, that's all I can say right now. (laughs) Did you?
1: So no earthquake activity overnight that you were able to feel where you are?
7: Yes, absolutely. So we, we just woke up a couple of minutes ago, and we were looking at each other saying, oh, we made it through the night.
1: There you go. But it was different yesterday morning. Talk about what happened when the big quake hit where you are.
7: It was horrible. It was like 4.30 in the morning, and... The bed started shaking and the TV started shaking and I opened my eyes wide and all I could see were my husband's eyes looking at me saying, oh my God, this is it. So it lasted, it felt like it lasted like a minute. We were trying to move as fast as we could, but it was just so fast happening and um, we couldn't move fast enough. Um, afterwards we all came outside and met with our neighbors and we were all like a little shaken you know, even the fact. Uh we stayed outside probably like an hour, an hour and a half and then everyone said, Let's just go back to sleep, probably there's work, there's stuff that needs to get done and when we were trying to catch a little that last shot of sleep, then the second one came around at about um seven thirty in the morning. And then yesterday was like the longest day of our lives.
1: No kidding. Do you find this more difficult to face than a great hurricane like Maria a couple of years ago that devastated the island? I'm hearing some people say all of this ongoing earthquake activity is, is, is harder to handle.
7: It is hard to handle because emotionally you cannot prepare yourself, you know, for the worst. Um, when the hurricanes are about to hit Puerto Rico, at least, you know, you see it on TV. The reporters, they tell you what to do. Uh, they prepare the the community in advance. Uh, this is just, it happens at the spur of the moment. So it's a little bit of rattling for everybody because you just cannot prepare for this.
1: As long no, as
7: To have your backpacks ready and all, sure. you know, all your documents all together, there's still not enough time to run out the door.
1: What can you tell us about um, what's happening, earthquake-related elsewhere in the island? We know that the quake activity is actually centered off the southern shore of the island. You're on the northern shore around San Juan, but you have family and friends in other locations. What is the news this morning elsewhere on Puerto Rico?
7: Well, uh, we could catch the news uh, yesterday. We're still without power, and cell phone coverage is pretty good. Um, But, of course, everyone is always on social media, so... Wi-Fi and all these other um, things that we rely on every day are a little bit slower so the news are getting out there a lot of you know word word of mouth everyone saying did you hear about this did you see this on social media so every you know every minute we were learning new things I saw pictures of some uh, parts of the southern um, area of the island and it it looks really devastated then fully here in the metro area I have not heard of any structural damage to anything. Um, most of the tourist uh, attractions were open, uh, are opening today, and everyone is going, trying to go back to normal, but still without power. Some areas in San Juan are also without water. Yeah, I was
1: going to ask you about that. Is the power out at your place still at this point?
7: Yes, at this point, yes. And, and I live by the airport, so we're considered like a tourist area, mm-hmm. and we still are without
1: power. And they, they actually shut down the power, right, you know, to try to protect the fragile power grid. This is something the power companies have done uh, to minimize the long term problems they might have. Am I right on that?
7: Correct. They were mentioning that they had uh, the sensors and the sensors uh, fell down the earthquake like a second prior to everyone feeling it. So it shut down actually before the 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 shakes were felt at least in our house we lost power before uh hand.
1: any closing words from the earthquake rattled island of puerto rico this morning emmy well
7: i tell resilient so we're just hanging tough here
1: you are about as tough as they come you and the more than 3 million folks in puerto rico with all you've been through with with the devastation from hurricane maria and now to have this unending earthquake activity, I can tell you that your sister um, is, is praying for you and said, tell her to please stay safe. And uh, she's uh, got her smartphone in the control room and a big smile on her face as she looks at me and records our interview. So you two can get together on the phone as I know you frequently do after we wrap things up here. God bless you, Emmy, and to you and your husband and to everybody on the island of Puerto Rico. Uh, we pray Thank only you. the best and a quick end to this earthquake activity. Thank you, Emmy. Thank you. All right, there we go. Scientists say the problem with Puerto Rico is uh, they're right on the, on the area uh, between two of these tectonic plates on the earth, the Caribbean plate and the North American plate. One's going in one direction, one in the other. One's sliding underneath the other, and that's creating the earthquake activity here, and there is no way to know When all of this ends, we just pray that it ends quickly and that they don't have anything worse than the 6.4 magnitude yesterday morning that Emmy talked about here with us from her own experience that was the worst in the island of Puerto Rico since 1918. Headlines out of Iran right now on the same night as those missile attacks at facilities housing U.S. troops. We can tell you no survivors after a passenger plane crashed near Tehran shortly after takeoff from the airport in the Iranian capital with around 180 people on board. It was a Ukrainian International Airlines flight. It was a Boeing 737, not one of the maxes that is grounded. Another another model here. It went down. Uh, This morning, not long after takeoff from the Iranian capital, there were early reports the plane had experienced technical problems. More here in a moment on the latest indications. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories are promised on Good Morning Orlando.
0: iHeartRadio is the easy to use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today.
1: Gaffy and Melissa are staying on top of things in the control room and Alan as well in the newsroom. He's about to join us with our 730 update. But, Melissa, um, you see some new reporting suggesting that this was no, um, no, tra- no plane crash just resulting from a technical problem or an engine fire.
5: Right. A couple of uh, different nationals around the world are reporting the plane crash as a result of explosive depressurization, which was due to shrapnel hitting during the explosion of a warhead of a rocket that was fired at manpads. Apparently, the plane was shot down purposefully, they say, or by mistake, it's no longer important to them. The main thing that Russia is reporting is that the plane was shot down. The hashtag PS752, by the way.
1: And um, the Brits are reporting in the Daily Mail, which does a lot of good news coverage here, something along yes. the same Shrapnel lines. Shrapnel hits
4: right? along the uh, fuselage. <laughs>
5: uh-huh.
4: Yeah, by the way, uh, they say that three Britons... Three Germans, 63 Canadians, 10 Swedes, 11 Ukrainians, and 82 Iranians and four Afghans died
1: in this. Wow. So, and there was some early reporting thinking it could have been, you know, nervous Iranian military officials on the same night, a few hours after the missile attacks, Alan, you know, who, who saw something and just shot at it. You know, and maybe that's exactly what did happen here, although we don't know. And am I correct? No indication of any Americans on board. None so far. Okay, fair enough. Let me turn it over to you, my friend, to get us up to date on the news at the bottom of the hour. My co-host, Alan Spector.
2: Well, but Iran claims it slapped America on the face. And uh, as you said, there are no survivors of that plane crash near Tehran. We've got those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together and elsewhere. In just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando, it is 728.
1: Good morning. Great to have you with us on this special edition of Good Morning Orlando, largely dedicated to um, the missile strikes by Iran against facilities in Iraq that house U.S. troops. We don't have a casualty count. Don't even know if there are any reports that there are not, but no confirmation. We're awaiting to hear from the president. Uh, Alan Spector is going to get us up to date on the news. Hey, what's the Ayatollah up to this morning?
2: Well, we've got uh, sound just in from Iran of the supreme leader addressing a crowd shortly after Iran launched those missile attacks against U.S. coalition positions in Iraq.
7: <speaking> in <foreign language> <speaking> in <foreign language> In an address to
2: the nation, the Supreme Leader saying his country slapped Americans on the face last night and that the corrupt presence of the U.S. in the region should come to an end. There have been no reports of American casualties from the Iranian ballistic missile attacks, which came in response to the U.S. killing a top Iranian general in Baghdad last week. President Trump will address the nation today after the Iranian missile strike.
7: In a late-night tweet, the president wrote, assessment of casualties and damages taking place now. So far, so good. This is members of Congress are expecting a briefing today on the intelligence that led to the U.S. strike that killed Iranian General Qasem Soleimani. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi tweeted she's closely monitoring the situation, adding America and the world cannot afford war. In Washington, Rachel Sutherland. Fox News.
2: As we've been telling you, there are no survivors after a passenger plane crashed near Tehran with about 180 passengers and crew on board. Ukraine International Airlines flight 752, a Boeing 737 bound for Kiev, went down this morning not long after takeoff. There were early reports the plane had experienced technical issues, but we're getting other reports since then.
1: Suggesting that it might have been done in by shrapnel causing a depressurization, shrapnel from a rocket
2: this news brought to you by trusco bank florida's hometown bank a security breach near air force one in palm beach county has governor ron DeSantis concerned
6: yeah there's so many threats that are always going around that you got to do your best to stay on top of that
2: over the weekend a discharged marine allegedly used fake credentials to get past two security checkpoints near president trump's plane but he was stopped and taken into custody hang on a second my phone is ringing You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. Is that Trump calling you with an exclusive? Hello? It's it's nothing important. Mm -hmm. An Osceola County man is in custody after a standoff with deputies that lasted more than four hours. Nathaniel Buck was arrested last night on a domestic violence charge. When deputies responded to the home on Sausalito Lane yesterday afternoon, they say Buck barricaded himself inside and threatened to hurt himself. No injuries were reported. And no injuries were reported after two Osceola County school buses collided yesterday afternoon. School officials said the buses had 75 students inside during the incident that happened on Simpson Road near Myers Road just before 3 p.m. The buses were coming from Tohopa Kaliga High School. Elsewhere.
5: Elsewhere. 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 Elsewhere.
2: The ultimate jeopardy competition is underway. James Holzhauer is trying to prove he is the greatest Jeopardy player of all time. The first match of the Jeopardy, the greatest of all time tournament aired on ABC last night. And Holzhauer playfully taunted Brad Rutter after beating him to the buzzer.
5: James. Uh-huh. What
0: is Philadelphia? <laughs> yes. You? No need to rub it in. Hol-
2: Holzhauer ended up losing by just 200 points to Ken Jennings with Rudder coming in third All three contestants are the biggest winners in Jeopardy's history. The first one to win three matches receives $1 million.
1: And they just keep on playing every night now until they get that done? That's right. Looking forward to it. Girl Scouts
2: are again selling their tasty cookies, and there's a new treat joining the lineup. Girl Scouts USA adding Lemon Ups for the 2020 season. Lemon Ups are crisp, leaven-flavored biscuits with a layer of sweet glaze on one side to balance out the tartness. They join the traditional Girl Scout cookie favorites such as Thin Mints, Samoas, and Tagalongs. Officials say the sales help troops learn how to set goals, make decisions, and manage money.
1: You're killing me, Alan. I've started eating right since the first of the (laughs) year, and I have no resistance for Girl Scout cookies. Never have it.
2: They are the best.
1: Oh, man.
2: Finally, Texas police say a man assaulted his girlfriend after she complained about the odor... When he passed gas, 41 year old Christopher Ragsdale is said to have choked and headbutted the woman in a home in Wichita Falls because she told him it smelled horrible. Do not go in there. <laughs> Woo! Cops say a friend in the home intervened and called police, but the victim had already suffered red marks on her neck and forehead from the attack. Uh, Ragsdale now faces a charge of assault and I feel sorry for whoever his cellmate is. <laughs> you, you can find more on these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com and listen to the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere.
5: Elsewhere, 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 Elsewhere.
2: With Alan Spector.
1: I, I think the Aitola is calling you back again Yeah,
2: here, I, Alan, I need Alan, you. to take a call here. here. Yeah, yeah, here. Next Hello? time,
1: next <laughs> time, need more? <laughs> crowd cheering need more speech you'll cut me short we'll
2: try and get it
1: on for you (laughs) all right thank you in a moment we're going to play the sound judgment game for a couple of great prizes tickets to that glenn miller concert at the performing arts center this weekend and and an incredible an incredible family event life-size dinosaurs before your eyes at the Amway Center in the Jurassic World Live Tour. Double prizes. Both of them are fantastic. You're eligible to win if you haven't won in 30 days, but you got to get on the phone right now because everybody else is dialing us up right now. 407-916-5400. Or they're
2: calling me. (laughs) Wow. Listen. (laughs)
1: Don't hang up on He's hung up on the Ayatollah again. Uh, 407-916-5400. Bad connection. 407-916-5400. Toll free 866-916-5400. Sound judgment coming right up after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlining our top story, and we'll get into this in great detail in the 8 o'clock hour with the very latest. Um, We're awaiting a message from President Trump this morning about the Iranian uh, missile strikes on two facilities housing U.S. and coalition troops in Iraq. Um, No confirmation of any casualties at this point, but we don't yet have a damage assessment, and um, we will give you the very latest. Stay tuned all morning long on that here in this special edition of Good Morning Orlando.
0: Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando, and still on AM 540.
1: Hey, we're ready to go with a daily sound judgment game, and uh, we've got one line open. It is the toll-free. Get it now, and you can win a couple of great prizes. The number is 866 916 5400 So what are we playing for?
5: Well, I just ripped off the the prize prize closet. I wonder what
1: that was in there. That was
5: me ripping off the prize closet. I've got two awesome prizes, four pack of tickets to go to the Jurassic World Live Tour. That is January 17th through the 20th at the Amway Center. That's going to be awesome. As you were saying earlier, they've got the life-size dinosaurs, special effects. It's a awesome show i mean you're going to be face to face with these things also a pair of tickets to see the legendary glenn miller orchestra they're going to perform one day only it's this sunday afternoon at the dr phillips center and you are going to go win those tickets and the tickets for jurassic park but you've got to use your sound judgment first
1: yes you do and we're about to play the game if you're trying to get in right now a wrong answer will open up a line at 407-916-5400 So here we are. Check the calendar. It is January 8th. Happens to be Elvis Presley's birthday. For today's sound judgment game, listen to the sound of Elvis singing happy birthday and then use your sound judgment to tell me how many candles would be on Elvis Presley's cake today had he lived.
4: Oh, well, oh, well, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Earl happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you
1: sing to me, Elvis. Was that really Elvis? It is Elvis. Okay. It is Elvis. Yeah. Why, what's, what's, what's the problem? No, it's was Bud's
4: impression. We just no, I wasn't. it wasn't. I'm <laughs> not that
1: good on Elvis. Okay.
2: I, I don't know. I have my doubts about Do the authenticity know? of that voice.
1: Really? Yeah. Well, anyway, be that as it <laughs> no. may, the question remains. How old would Elvis be today? How many candles would be on his cake had he lived? Give me the number, and you'll be our winner. How about the toll-free line having the first crack? Go ahead, toll-free. Would he be 84? No, but thanks for trying, 407-916-5400. That toll-free just opened up at 866-916-5400. Let's back it on down to line four. How old would Elvis be today? 85. You're right. You bet. All right. Born born in 1935. So do the math. He'd be 85 today. Hard to imagine. He died in 1977 at age 42. You are going to... He he might still be alive. Uh. Well, that may be true. You know. (laughs) And I don't know whether he's left go the
2: building out on the or not, line
4: and say it's not true. He might be down here in Florida somewhere.
2: <laughs> if he if he's not alive, he's spinning in his grave after hearing that rendition of "Happy Birthday."
1: Yeah. You don't you don't think that's sure. really Elvis? I think uh, that's Elvis. Okay,
4: I'll, could be. I'm
1: go gonna
2: I'm gonna check your sources later.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's always a good idea uh, to do that.
4: YouTube.com. There you go. Oh,
1: well. <laughs> and <laughs> Case closed. There you go. Yep. Hey, give me your first name. I want to write you a note of congratulations because you won the prizes everybody else wanted to win this morning. What's your first name? Uh, this is Todd in Sanford. You sure about that? Uh, this is Todd in Sanford. Got it, Todd. Yes,
5: Todd's listening to the radio. right, Todd.
1: Yes, is, it, is this Got Todd it. from Sanford? Uh, yeah, I just
4: I'm losing your connections, bad out here, Sorrento. Well, all
1: right, then I'm going to put you on hold so you can make the connection with Are Melissa because that's what's important. Don't go away. Hang on. And congratulations. Who was that? I think that was Todd from Todd. Sanford. You know, it,
2: it sounded like Todd. I'm not sure if it really no, was. I'm
1: sure it was Todd. <laughs> Yaffe, three votes for Todd in Sanford. What? Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, this is Yaffe
4: from Maitland. It's Todd. <laughs> What is going on
2: Alan here? Alan in Altamont Springs. Lost
1: control of the program here. But then again, that's not exactly breaking news if you happy listen to this show. Happy birthday to you. See? I'm telling you, that was Elvis. Okay. He did that for anybody. He could wish happy birthday to anybody.
2: Just a generic happy birthday wish from the king. You
1: think it's a phony baloney, don't you? Well, I'm,
2: I'm, just qu- I'm questioning
1: it. <laughs> that's
7: <Anyway>. all.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: We, all right. That's Elvis. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? All right. He'd be 85 today, except, you know, he left the building and the planet a long time ago. Uh, so there we are, and uh, we'll play the game again tomorrow. Uh, right now, we're going to take a break and update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes and bring you the Rush Morning Update on Good Morning Orlando. <laughs> WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando,
0: WMGF HD3, Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT, Orlando, and W231CT, Orlando. News Radio WFLA, Orlando, and iHeart Radio Station.
1: Good morning, Orlando. Welcome aboard for this special edition of the show as we update our news at the top of the hour now. News, weather, and traffic here on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger,
2: And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, Iran strikes back. More in one minute.
1: Yeah, we've heard from the Ayatollah, but not yet from President Trump. All we know and don't know next on Good Morning Orlando. 803 on News Radio
2: WFLA Orlando. Iran has fired off ballistic missiles at Iraqi bases that house U.S. and coalition forces. The strike coming in retaliation for the U.S. airstrike that killed an Iranian general last week. Fox's Rick Leventhal is in Jerusalem and says accounts of what happened are varying widely between Tehran and the Pentagon.
3: It's important to note that no U.S. casualties have been reported by U.S. authorities. Fifteen ballistic missiles fired overnight. Four of them failed in flight. Eleven of them hit inside the walls of two military bases used by U.S. forces. One of them hit in Erbil and ten of them hit at Al-Assad, that massive facility north of Baghdad. Now this is another important note. The Iranian news agency is reporting 80 casualties as a result of those missile strikes. Now, that's not true. As far as we know, there are zero casualties. But the Iranians are reporting 80, and that's also very important because they could be trying to save face. If they tell their people, and this is very often the case where they put out propaganda, they tell their people, hey, we got 80 people in response to the U.S. killing our general, then that saves face.
2: President Trump says all is well after the Iranian missile attack. He plans to address the nation this morning.
1: And among the many questions we have for you, like to know what you think the U.S. should do now. Coming up.
2: Senator Rick Scott has a warning for Iran. After Iran fired those missiles at bases in Iraq, the Florida Republican told Fox News Iran should consider its next move wisely. I'm very concerned about our military men and women that are in harm's way right now. Um, and I hope that Iran you know, you know, comes to the conclusion that they've got to stop this. And Senator Marco Rubio tweeted this morning that the U.S. was prepared for this kind of attack and there is no need to rush to decide the appropriate response. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A Ukrainian plane has crashed near Iran's capital of Tehran. That happened just a few hours after Iran had fired off a ballistic missile strike against Iraqi bases. Iranian state TV is saying more than 170 people were killed. From Amman Jordan, Fox's Benjamin Hall has more.
4: At about 8,000 feet soon after takeoff, it suddenly plummeted to the ground, and Iran very quick to say it was a technical failure. People were on the scene very quickly, and they said, sadly, there were no survivors there. But uh, uh, whether that is just a a tragic accident, we we don't know. But certainly that is what they are saying at the moment.
2: The plane was a Boeing 737-800 jetliner. It is an older model than the Boeing 737 MAX, which of course has been grounded for nearly 10 months following two deadly crashes.
1: And as we reported earlier in the show, the Russians and the Brits are now saying uh, that was not just an engine fire or a mechanical problem or something that brought that jetliner down with all 180 or so people on board, and they all died, uh, that that was shot down. It was shrapnel from a rocket.
2: Yeah, and we're still waiting to find the uh, final answers to exactly what happened. That may take some time. You bet. Here in central Florida, a deadly New Year's Eve shooting in Orange County appears to be solved. Deputies last night announcing they have arrested 33-year-old Handel Newell for killing two men at a nightclub called The Spot Events on Edgewater Drive. Newell is facing two counts of first-degree murder. There's no word on a motive. The Magic wrap up their four-game homestand tonight against the Washington Wizards at the Amway Center. Orlando's 2-1 so far after Monday's win over Brooklyn. The Magic sit at 17-20 and 20 overall this season. WFLA news time is 8.07. Mysterious radio waves are traced to a nearby galaxy. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLAOrlando. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now.
0: News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station.
1: Lots of questions. Remain. We will tell you what we know and what we don't know, and Alan's done a great job of setting the table, as my co-host always does when he brings us the news, for conversation about what the U.S. should do now if, in fact, there are no American casualties, but what we should do now if there are American casualties, and does it bother you at all how long we've gone without any announcement of a firm casualty count or damage assessment? We had one tweet from the president. He says, apparently, the White House says he'll speak sometime this morning, but we don't have a time on that. Remember, these attacks happened our time at 5.30 yesterday afternoon. And uh, we're talking about, you know, what, 13, 14 hours, 14 hours later. So, We'll talk about it all with you. And if you want to get in early with your thoughts, 407-916-5400 and the text line, first name in town, welcome if you like, 23680, standard message and data rates apply. But first,
2: we want to put a grand in your hand. It's our texting contest. It has returned. And in just moments, we'll announce the latest keyword of the hour. All you have to do is text that keyword to 200-200, and you could be winning $1,000. Listen, all day long, we give you a keyword every hour and a chance to win $1,000 as we attempt to put a grand in your hand.
1: Little technical glitch there. Gremlins in the control room. Headlines right now, and this is the last we have had from President Sponsored Trump. by
0: Farmers Insurance.
1: A tweeted about 10:15 last night. All is well. Missiles launched from Iran at two military bases located in Iraq. Assessment of casualties and damages taking place now. So far, so good. Exclamation point. We have the most powerful and well-equipped military anywhere in the world by far. Exclamation point. I will be making a statement tomorrow morning. That would be this morning. And we bring you updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories all morning long, right here on Good Morning Orlando. So we're back and we're ready to go here. And um, while Yaffe exorcises the technical gremlins in the control room, as only he can do, um, we will tell you this. The president says he's going to make a statement. We don't yet know for sure that there were no American casualties. We hope and pray that that is the case. Our question to you is, what should the U.S. do in the case there are no casualties, and what should the U.S. do now in case there are U.S. casualties? Here is what the president said in a tweet last Saturday in the wake of him greenlighting the killing of the top Iranian military leader, Qasem Soleimani. Melissa?
5: Donald Trump said these media posts will serve as notification to the United States Congress that should Iran strike any U.S. person or target, the United States will quickly and fully strike back and perhaps in in a disproportionate manner.
1: Well, they have struck back and they have hit U.S. facilities. That is conceded by that tweet. This is not over, whether or not there are casualties Say it again. Strike any American or American target, right? Yes, American or U.S. target, yes. Well, they have struck a U.S. target. So by that, the president has committed himself to some form of retaliation, and he's talking like something that would be, you know, big time.
4: Oh, yeah, he said it could be disproportionate. So we'll let you know if he announces a nuclear strike against... True. Tehran or something.
1: What do you think he will say this morning? Any thoughts on that?
5: Well, I don't know. Looking at his text from uh, his post from last night, his tweet, where he said that uh, the assessment of casualties and damages taking place now, so
1: far, so good. Why is this taking so long? These attacks happened coming up on 15 hours ago. All right? It was in the middle of night their time. It was 5.30 p.m. here, right in the middle of your show, Yaffe, p.m. Orlando. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a long time to not Mm -hmm. have any definitive answer. And it really makes me nervous that there might really be a problem here. You know, Uh, I I I hope and pray we haven't lost anybody, but it's a long time for this kind of blackout, in my opinion. Do you agree? 407-916-5400. Does that concern you? What do you want the president to do or not do moving forward? 407-916-5400, 407-916-5400, text line 23680.
4: You know, if there is a problem, it still bothers me that they wouldn't tell us by now. I mean, if if there were American casualties, I think we deserve to know. We shouldn't have to wait this long.
1: And if there are not, you'd think they'd be right out there and saying yeah. you guys blew it. Now there's another question. Did Iran intentionally avoid a direct hit? These were short-range um, ballistic missiles, so they are guided missiles. You know they should be able to hit their target when you program them and 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 apparently if 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 this is if the reporting is is accurate, they hit in the area, but not where they would kill any American troops. American troops apparently had an alert system that worked, and they were able to take cover. Maybe that's the answer here as well. but did the Iran really just want to do something? so they could, you know, satisfy the the crazy Iranian population here, say, look what we did, something they can crow about here, but they didn't really want to score a direct hit because they're scared to death of Trump, and they have no idea what he might do if they killed Americans. Sure seems that way. Does it feel to you like they purposely Mm -hmm. did not score a direct hit? I mean, they're only 200 miles away or something, you know?
4: Uh, I think that's exactly what they did. They... And I have a feeling President Trump, he's going to speak today and he's going to talk tough but say, I really want peace and I want to make a deal with them. That's what I have a feeling he's going
1: to say. You may well be right on that, Yaffe. There's a lot we still don't know. But tell us what you think the president will say this morning, what you want to hear from him, and what should he do if there were no American casualties but U.S. targets were hit. You know what he promised on Saturday. And if there are American casualties, what do you want the Commander-in-Chief to do moving forward? And does it bother you at all that it's been so long since we've had any word on casualties officially from the Trump White House and a damage assessment from the missile attacks? Fifteen hours? A total blackout. That bothers me. What say you? 407-916-5400 and the text line 23680. Headlines now are keeping track of the impeachment situation for you. And we can tell you this, the Senate Majority Leader says he has enough votes to go forward with an impeachment trial. Mitch McConnell saying it will resemble the impeachment trial of Bill Clinton in 1999. Both sides will present their cases then Senators will be allowed to ask written questions. Then they will decide if they want to call any additional witnesses. No start date for the Senate trial yet announced. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories right here for you And Good Morning Orlando.
0: iHeart Radio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio Radio app today.
1: So we posed some questions to which we do not have answers. Why has it been so long since we've heard from the president? He's going to speak this morning, but we thought he was going to speak in prime time. We have no firm announcement on whether or not there have been U.S. casualties. Early indications there have not been. But why don't we have an official word on that after so many hours and an assessment of damage? Um, Why is it all taking so long? What's going on here? Eric's been thinking about that and joins the show from Apopka. Welcome to Good Morning Orlando. Thanks for calling in,
6: Eric. Hey, good morning bud. I was uh, was thinking, you know, as a public we've become a little spoiled with uh, the information feed. We're so used to getting updates uh, by the minute, tactically speaking, that can be a big disadvantage sometimes. So if there's a hold on the info, there's probably a reason for it.
1: Well do you think the reason is because the news is good or not good for us?
6: Um, I think the reason is is because the news um, doesn't matter tactically on the ground. You have a situation to handle. Uh, what the news feels are saying, it doesn't help what you're doing on the ground. So whether it's good, whether right. it's bad, we'll have to wait and find out. But we have to trust that the military is handling business the best way uh, that the situation allows.
1: Yeah, and I understand what you're saying. Good points. Here's Tommy. You're in Claremont. What do you think, Tommy?
0: Yeah, thanks. But
6: but listen, the information that goes out in Iran is different than the way that we get it. You know, they're printing papers and things are going on. So by the delay, those papers are getting printed in Iran saying we attack a a U.S. military base and they cheer a little bit. Good. Let them save a little face and feel like they did something. And the delay, I agree with the last caller. It's okay to delay. How about no fake news? The other networks, some of them were already putting out that there were
0: casualties when they know nothing, which is even could even hurt our position
6: there.
1: Thank you, Tommy, very much. Jill, 30 seconds from Orlando. Welcome aboard.
7: Hi, bud. Um, Yeah, I I agree with the last two callers. You got to let President Trump do his thing. We got to trust that. If we don't know something right away, it's okay. In 15 hours with a blackout day, I'm not concerned about it. I'd rather us get the facts and know what's going on so we don't need to know minute by minute, especially when it comes to military operations.
1: Got it, Jill. Thank you. We'll stay on the story. We've got texters weighing in with their thoughts this morning.
4: Yeah, one person says, patience is key, bud. There is no need to act fast. Can't go unpunished, but doesn't have to be militarily. Ooh, someone disagrees with
5: you, says, Iran fired missiles at Americans, and they can't be allowed to do that, so whatever it takes.
1: Yeah, listen, I think the president is not going to do nothing, particularly off that tweet over the weekend, that if they did anything, hit you know, and not only our, our people, but our targets, and that's been done, that we'll retaliate big time. We'll stay on the story, half an hour to go. Uh, More from you if you want to join the conversation, 407-916-5400. That's how you do it. And on the text line, uh, 23680. Now, the news, dominated, of course, by this situation with the uh, retaliation uh, by by Iran. And, Alan, you have it all.
2: Bud, we're waiting to hear from the president on the Iranian missile attack. And relief is on the way to earthquake-rattled Puerto Rico. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together and elsewhere in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. It is 829.
1: Good morning, Orlando. But heading around, Inspector Mike Yaffe and Melissa Fox with you until 9 o'clock. Special edition of the show, largely dedicated to the aftermath of the Iranian missile strikes on U.S. facilities in Iraq we're supposed to hear from the president Alan what's the latest on that
2: well we're waiting Uh, President Trump uh, has said he will speak to the nation this morning and we don't know exactly when though Uh, after Iran fired more than a dozen missiles at Iraqi bases housing American troops Trump has tweeted all is well although he did note that US forces are still assessing damage The attacks in western and northern Iraq were in retaliation for the U.S. airstrike that killed Iran's top general last week. While we have yet to hear from Donald Trump, Iran's supreme leader is speaking.
4: Iran's supreme leader saying his country's military has given the U.S. a slap in the face. Iranian Foreign Minister Mohammad Javad Zarif calling the attack proportionate self-defense.
1: If the United States takes any further action... Iran will respond accordingly and we will respond in a very harsh way.
4: Zarif saying Iran does not seek escalation or war. The Iranian president saying Iran's ultimate response to last week's American airstrike will be to expel U.S. forces from the Middle East.
2: Simon Owen, Fox News. Also in Iran, more than 170 people are dead after a jetliner crash near Tehran early today. The Ukraine International Airlines flight, with more than 170 people on board, went down shortly after takeoff. A Ukrainian government official says the dead include 82 Iranians and 63 Canadians, along with citizens of Sweden, Afghanistan, Germany, and the United Kingdom. No mention of any Americans being on that flight. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Relief is on the way to Puerto Rico, FEMA announcing President Trump signed an emergency declaration after the island was hit with a 6.4 magnitude earthquake yesterday morning. The quake resulted in major power outages and at least one death. Governor Ron DeSantis does not think that the earthquakes will trigger the same kind of migration that led many Puerto Ricans to move to Florida after Hurricane Maria.
6: Not really. I mean, look. Puerto Ricans are American citizens, they can go wherever they want to go, so it's not the same as influx from like a foreign country or anything, so um, it is what it is.
2: DeSantis in Orlando attending the Florida Police Chiefs Association Winter Conference. An Orange County official should face criminal charges. That's the recommendation the Florida Department of Law Enforcement made to prosecutors after investigating property appraiser Rick Singh. The year-long probe started after employees claimed Singh destroyed documents connected to allegations he misspent taxpayer money. A TV producer is dead of an apparent suicide in Miami. Silvio Horta was found shot to death yesterday in a motel room. The 45-year-old Horta was co-creator of the ABC sitcom Ugly Betty, and star America Ferreira says she is stunned and heartbroken by the news of his death. Elsewhere... You can soon sing, you can soon <clears throat> All
1: right, what was that? <laughs> In 3 and what? 2
2: you want to give that one. another
1: another shot? Elsewhere. <laughs> elsewhere,
5: elsewhere, elsewhere Elsewhere
2: You can soon hear this song on tour. <laughs> Rod Stewart plans to tour North America starting in the summer. The road trip begins in Cleveland on July 21st and ends in Chicago on September 5th. There's one Florida stop that's August 26th at Amelie Arena in Tampa. Stewart's opening act, Cheap Trick. Meanwhile, the singer and his son are facing misdemeanor battery charges following an altercation during a New Year's Eve party at a Palm Beach resort. Rod and Sean Stewart are due in court fifth.
1: Boy, all these old performers are taking another lap, and people are lapping it up. They are. A couple is celebrating their eternal
2: love by holding their nuptials at a Bass Pro Shops. Love,
0: exciting and new.
2: The store in Tennessee shared photos on social media of the wedding between customers Lonnie and Pam, the post shows the pair holding their ceremony next to a large aquarium in Bass Pro Shop's trophy fishing section. The newlyweds first met as teenagers, but only started dating when they reconnected recently through Facebook. The uh, Bass Pro Shop's manager said it's the first wedding in the store in
1: about seven years. Yeah, if you're not going to get married in a. Well, how much does it cost? Fishing
4: store. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, he's going to hold the reception there, though.
5: Whew,
2: yeah. Hard to find a room. <laughs> Seafood will be on the menu, I think. Nice. I like seafood. Hold the reception near that aquarium. (laughs) And finally, a British woman claims she has an addiction that has set her back thousands of dollars. 44-year-old Lisa Anderson says she became addicted to Johnson & Johnson's baby powder in 2004. And she now eats about a half-pound bottle of the talcum. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. She eats
2: it? Eats it. A half-pound bottle of the talcum every day. Anderson says her desire for the nice, soapy taste has driven her to spend more than ten grand on her habit as she eats the powder about every 30 minutes. After finally visiting a doctor, she was diagnosed with an iron deficiency and pica syndrome. This is a disorder which causes people to eat odd things such as Hair, dirt, or paint chips. Glass. Or that is.